Now, you're listening to the God Chasers Podcast, hosted by the homie Brinson. You God chasing or not? We chase God. We chase God. We chase God. You know what it is when you see us coming. Force in the darkness, they be running. Pray it up, ain't no games, we own something. I chase God. We chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? We chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? I chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? I chase God. You go chasing on that. Being now in tune to the freshest 30 minutes in podcast land, the God Chases podcast, talking all things Christian hip hop, playing the hottest music, and encouraging those who have a heart for ministry in ministry entrepreneurs and kingdom preneurs this podcast is for you make sure you follow me on social media god chasers on instagram and i am brinson on twitter and if this episode bless you or past episodes have blessed you go to itunes and leave a five-star rating i believe you can leave a five-star rating on spotify and any other platform do the thumbs up do the like follow god chases cinema on youtube because i'm going to be posting videos of some of these interviews that we have on the podcast so you can see all of the reaction and you know you can get another feel and i want to give a shout out to all my people all around the world for tuning into this podcast praying for us and if you love this content make sure you go to patreon.com backslash god chases where you can give a one-time gift or be a monthly sponsor and guess what we have an incredible interview and i am not gonna wait we are not gonna get into anything else but this interview so sit back relax you god chasing a no allow me to reintroduce my myself this is god chasers entertainment god chasers entertainment bringing that heat whoa the heat just keeps coming that's gospel mix too Feel that right there, right there. Let's go. You just a hater. What's with you? You've been drinking some of that hater, eh? Hater, hater, hater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tuned in to the freshest 30 minutes in podcast land, the God Chases podcast, talking all things Christian hip hop and encouraging those who have a heart for ministry in ministry, entrepreneurs and kingdompreneurs. This podcast is for you. I want to give a shout out to all my sponsors this of this show, uh, kinkycrownhair.com. Uh, all my people in Toledo with facefro.us and the child entrepreneurs at cupcakehoney.com. Thank you so much for spo- sponsoring this part of the show. My guest this week needs no introduction. He is one of the top tier DJs in the whole realm of Christian rap. He has rocked corners. On the concrete, he has rocked stadiums. He has rocked festivals. All of your favorite artists, he has probably done music with and DJed for him. Now, I I don't know how his scratching skills are, but his top tierness automatically tells me he is a force to be reckoned with. He has seen the good, the bad, and the ugly of the scene, and he is still giving God the praise. My guest this week, DJ P Dog. What's up, dude? So I'm starting to show off hot, bro. Yes. Okay. You started out by saying this is the the hottest thirty minutes. Now I brought you on my show, and we went over an hour. And yes. I feel like there's a conspiracy with that. You wanted yes. to go over an hour, 
just so that you can keep with the mantra that you're the hottest 30 minutes. Yes. So whatever, whatever <laughs> time frame we got, it's the hottest hour in some <laughs> in podcast land. I'm gonna just keep the hottest 30 minutes. You know what I'm there saying? There you go. There you go. Princeton, man, thanks so much for having me on the show, bro. It's been a minute. I know I had you on my show, um, but it's been cool catching up with you, bro. Like, for real, for real. Oh, yeah, man. We, we, we got more to do. And with this podcast, dude, I want people to experience your experience in the Christian rap game because we got a lot of people who are starting off trying to find their footing and you are a, a perfect example of somebody I wanted to bring on to kind of enlighten people coming in the game, people who are trying to struggle through their way because you have seen a lot being around a lot of artists and seen things that I think has has a lot of merit and gems that you can give. So with, without going into the main thing that I want you to talk about, um, talk about some of the milestones in your career as a, a Christian hip-hop DJ? Yeah, so I started DJing back in 2002 um, and I did radio. Um, I did college radio while I was in school. Um, I went to Liberty University and I started a um, Christian hip-hop um, radio show. Now, I wasn't the first Christian hip-hop radio show. There were many who came before me and there were some that were there um, while I was there. But during that time of, of me <clears throat> doing radio and then again getting on the road, I started traveling uh, with a group at Liberty. And then I started touring with my man, Humble Tip. Um, and then from there, just getting to meet so many at that time, up and coming artists like, you know, the Lecrae's, the R Swift's, the Flames, the JR's, all those guys um, over time. And just continuing on with what I was doing as they began to grow specifically um, you know, Lecrae and the Reach Records movement, um, they brought me on as a DJ in 2010. Um, and so for three and a half years, I toured full time um, with Reach Records. Um, and then moving from there, um, going on into my own solo career, um, which is where we are now. Now, one of the things you said, bro, and I, and I wanted to, to address this, you said you don't know what my scratching skills is like. Now, Uh-oh. here we go. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about it. So, when I used to tour with Lecrae, I, I was on a conference call with him a f- like two weeks ago, and they saw me come in, him and Tadashi and all those guys, Trip Lee. I, I used to do this thing when I used to DJ for them. I used to hit the air horn all the time. You know, the bum, 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 bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my signature situation. And so after, <clears throat> you know, the tail end of working with them and then moving into my own solo career, I really stepped up my game um, with the scratching, and so going into my solo career, um, I, I, you know, got involved with um, DJ battles um, here in my city and abroad. Um, you know, I used to people would fly me out to do DJ battles, bro, um, and it was just crazy how my career elevated and how much it, it went from just being a Christian hip hop DJ to now just being looked at as a DJ mm. and I still get to take what I do for the Lord with me, mm. um, but have sharpened my skills to be really embedded in hip hop culture. Um, and they appreciate my art and my skill. And with that, that's been a, a door opener for me to share my faith. So mm. it's been an amazing journey, bro. That's, that's awesome, man. So what do you think was the secret sauce 
in being able to navigate as a Christian hip hop DJ? I think you you you're probably the second DJ per se to be on the God Chasers podcast. The the only other DJ I've ever interviewed has been DJ Will because the the DJ game. Gotta have is, your favorite cousin. You gotta you gotta <laughs> have DJ Will. DJ Will have been very pivotal in, in my Christian rap. Uh, career that brother has has been my official DJ my whole time the whole time so I had to have him on here absolutely and, um, you you have been in a space that not many has walked in and been successful in it so what has been the the secret to being a successful Christian hip hop DJ which you don't hear that whole sentence a lot successful right. Christian hip hop DJ what's the so, sauce what's the I secret? think. I think number one, you have to really define what is success. Mm-hmm. What does success look like for you? Um, so for me, it's it's kind of like a two-layered thing, but they're kind of like two layers of the same cake. Yeah. So let's start with the ministry side of it first. Understanding yeah. why am I even doing this in the first place? Um, but even going even broader than that, why am I even here? Period. Mm. Um, I love it when when I when I start to reflect and think about scripture and what Jesus said um, when he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel, make disciples. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look at what I do as a DJ as just a platform to do just that. Um, so for me, it's like whether I was DJing or not, I need to obey that command and whatever I'm doing. That's my main why. Um, so for one, success to me is being able to to share my faith through my art. Um, you know, whether you want to call me a Christian hip hop DJ, a DJ, whatever, my faith is going to be shared regardless of what you call me. It doesn't matter. Boom. Um, and so that's one. The other part of success is from the business side. And one of the things that um, I, you know, when I was working for Reach Records and in the Christian hip hop world, let's call it what it is, bro. That's like the top of the mountaintop. That's the top of the mountain. You know, that's what it is. As far as being able to be consistently on the road, to have dates, to have um, to get money, bro, to get the bag from a DJ perspective in Christian hip hop. I didn't have any like there was nowhere else to go after that, but do my own thing. And so for me, from a business side of success, I wanted to make sure that when my time is up with reach, that I can take myself even further. Um and so being able to, to, you know, build my brand, build my own fan base, build my own network, build my own business mm-hmm. um, has been a success. Where for me, say one, I want to make sure that I can eat. I want to make sure that I can eat and take care of my family. And two, I want to put myself in a position where I can actually hire people um, to come along. And not say, you know, hey, man, come rock with me for this little $50, whatever. Now, like I want people to be able to say, hey. I got to leave my full-time job because I'm rocking with DJ P-Dog and we, we out here getting it. Mm. Um, mm. And, and we got to, and I got to that point. So both of those areas, the ministry side and that business side, again, two layers of the same cake. Um, so that, that's what success looks like for me. So, so that was the secret sauce, having, having your, your why well-defined and having the desire to not only, um, being able to financially support yourself, but others being a blessing to other people in this realm. That's dope. Absolutely. I feel that. And, and you and you said something about the why. And 
You know I'm getting into it. Let's go. You you, you left Christian hip hop. I did. I did. And you you went and jumped in the underground scene. And why did you leave? What did you see while you were gone? Mm-hmm. And what made you hit the boomerang button? So one, I, I think let's start with why I left. Again, going back to 2002, I was a young, wide-eyed, bushy-tailed rookie in the game. And I came into the game of Christian hip-hop and into the Christian music world with the intention of saying, hey, I want to take this thing to the next level. I want to be one of the guys, not the guy, but I want to be one of the guys that helps take this thing to the next level. Growing up in the the mid-90s, Mm-hmm. I barely heard any Christian hip hop. We had to fight through the battles of is is this thing, you know, is is there such thing as Christian rap or right. Christian hip hop? Right. So right. we went through that, we got through that. And, you know, as I got into the game as a young man, as a 20-year-old, there was a huge groundswell of Christian hip hop on the move. You had the cross movements, you had grits that was out there, you had the BBJs, the T-Bones, BBJ. you know, the gospel gangsters. Yeah, man. Like gangsters. I, I, I salute all these dudes, bro. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I had all these guys records. And once I saw Cross Movement, I got introduced to a whole other kind of groundswell, which is more of the that underground boom bap sound that up north, you know, I got to hear the Corey Reds and Precises and the Ty Bangs and the Arts. Yeah, Spurs, yeah. You know? Talk that. Talk that yeah. talk right there. So getting to see all those guys and saying, man, what can I do to take this movement to the next level and that's why I got into radio mm. and I believe that when I did my show it it set a lot of dudes up bro like I mean I was on live radio I had a five hour block and it wasn't no late night show it was a Saturday morning from 11am um, to 4pm um, time spot so it was like prime in the day on the weekend I had a lot of people listening to the show bro not just in the city because we were broadcasting live on the internet too that was a new thing right and so getting people to tune in on the internet live radio they could call in request songs i had every artist calling i mean bro like i don't know if you remember when dietrich Hatton did a record with um mary mary and ruben stutter love them like i do yeah yeah come on man that was a hit that joint debuted on 106 and park on a friday dietrich Hatton was on my show the very next day wow Pushing, pushing the show on, pushing the video on 106 on my show, bro. That's 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 how hot the show was, bro. Everybody was on my show. And this okay? was this was at Liberty, right? This was at Liberty, bro. Yeah. I mean, anybody who had an album that came out, you know, even if they didn't come on the show, bro. Like I gave cats a lot of shine. You know, I can go back today and listen to some of those old tapes, and I got Brinson stuff all over it. You know, like I said in the small in the, flex, small flex. Know, when I hey listen, yeah, like I said on my show, bro, you know, you had the Ric Flair on them um situation. I put that in Ric Flair's hands myself. Okay? And and I just learned about this <laughs> last night and I'm I'm still blown away about it. Like, wow, who 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 you you just never know this type of stuff until you know you, you have these conversations. Yeah. So to get to get back, so that's the quick snapshot. So why I left is because over time, bro, I just begin to get frustrated mm-hmm. with the convert the behind the scenes conversations, mm-hmm. the industry conversations. I sat on panels with radio um, program directors, 
the whole nine, bro. And it was like trying to fit that that square peg in that round hole, trying to say, man, y'all got to push this music. You know what I'm saying? And, and they just weren't budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and now let me say this to, to their credit. As an older guy, I'm older, wiser. I'm understanding the business a lot more. It wasn't a knock on Christian hip hop. It was a business decision. I didn't understand that. You understand what I'm saying? I didn't understand black gospel radio has a demographic that wants to hear black gospel music. Everybody didn't want to hear hip hop. And I understood that messes with their dollars and cents. I understood CCM, you know, the K-Loves and the Air One radio, Mm -hmm. their demographic Mm -hmm. is... You know, 30-year-old soccer moms, mm-hmm. you know, stay-at-home moms driving the minivan. They're not trying to play no hip-hop for those moms. As a, From a business perspective, I get it. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't presented that way a lot of times. So you had that. Then you had, within the Christian hip-hop community, a lot of ridiculous arguments. Should we call the CHH? Is this guy selling out? Why they clicked up? Why this is happening? Why that? It's like, okay, I can't. That's That's too much. But the straw that broke the camel's back, bro, was when I started to see the, the top guys, you know, the Lecrae's and um, the Derek Miners and, and KB, and those guys begin to speak out against racial um, injustices that were happening. Right. And to see the backlash, bro. And this isn't this isn't a isolated to the Christian hip hop world or the Christian music world. This was a church situation a yeah, church it, was, it, it was a church it was a church-wide thing you know and uh it's it still haven't been resolved but i know what you're saying yeah so to see that and to see the way that they came at these guys it it just became like okay if this is the christian hip-hop fan i don't want nothing to do with this bro mm-hmm. uh, this ain't what i didn't come here for this right um and right. so i had to step away to kind of get a breath of fresh air what did i see while i was gone i saw nothing um, because I disconnected completely. I had to. Um, so, so when you was in the underground scene, you're saying you you didn't see anything, I, bro. I, if a new artist came along, you know, like Toby Nuegwe, I heard of him by watching NPR Tiny Desk. Right. I had no idea who he was. Bro. Right. 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 He killed it. He killed it. I went and googled him, and I saw he came up on the Rapzilla page. I said, "Oh shoot." Hmm. Okay, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. okay. So I missed the whole, like a whole you know, wave. Yeah, I missed the whole situation. But you know, again, I think what I learned too is I, I still held tight to my faith. I would be in clubs, bro, and I would be playing. Like I remember playing Cross Movement, Cry No More. Okay, mm. and Cass was in there like, yo, yeah, okay. I remember playing Swoops records and a Lecrae record and a Christine Gray record. Cash like yo, you know they they would they would be you know smoking and drinking and they were like one dude would be like yo man, who the f is that? <laughs> oh shoot, he talking about Jesus? Right, I like that ish, bro. That's hot. You know? Right, right, <laughs> so, right, right. <laughs> it would be crazy stuff like that, bro. And, and it would be like yeah, this is yeah. And it made me so what I saw from the other side though. So I did see something from the other side. I saw. Man, these people, they, number one, the fact that they even got me on this stage speaks to them appreciating my art and my craft. Mm-hmm. Number two, it gives me the opportunity to introduce them to music that they never heard of that's hot and is talking about Jesus. And they like, yeah, this is dope. You know, like I remember doing hip hop festivals, bro, 
And, you know, I would have another brother who would do Christian hip hop. He would come up and perform out with DJ Forum. I mean, we would have straight altar calls mm. at a hip hop festival. As like, it should out, be. Out down the sidewalks. I'm like, yeah, this is this is what's up. As it so should it, be. It, it made me realize that there was a there's a myth, and I'm not saying it's not there, but I think we got hung up on this myth that oh the the, the world ain't gonna accept us, and and there, you know that's true to a degree, but in the hip hop world, what they respect first and foremost, bro, is the art. If you're good at what you do, mm-hmm. bro, they going they going they might not rock with what you're saying, you know what I'm saying? And and when you look through the scriptures, that's not our job. To even convince them to like what we're saying That's God's job Our job is to be obedient and carry the message Boom That's you know that's our job Let's not fear their faces Let's go do what we do I'm talking about bro I'm, I'm doing DJ battles mm-hmm. I'm killing DJs mm-hmm. on the ones and twos And the last minute of my set I'm sharing the gospel mm. And I win the DJ battle Okay And, and, and <laughs> with the W With the dub bro you know what I'm saying, and 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 I think that just it just spoke volumes, and, and and I know, you know, the people who are listening to us, they can't see us because we're on Zoom. But if you see this picture back here in the background, there's a picture of me and a DJ. Mm. That's my man, DJ Nabs. He's from right here in my city in Durham, North Carolina. He's one of the the key components to the um, Atlanta hip hop scene. Like he worked with So So Def, he worked with Jermaine Dupree to bring up that whole scene. He was the tour DJ for Crisscross, tour with Michael Jackson, and the fact that I'm on, I'm, I got a picture with him. That's my man. He invited me to Atlanta to do a DJ battle. Wow! You know, flew me out there, the whole nine yards, bro. And and it's stuff like that, like getting to getting outside of those the the walls of all I got to do is get this music to churches and youth groups. It's like, nah, man, there's a whole world out here. That needs to hear this message um, And that's what I saw So coming back It's almost as if I, I I left kind of disgruntled And frustrated But when I went over It was almost as if I'm over here strategically Almost like a spy You mm. know what I'm saying Just kind of mm. scouting out The land Like oh man yeah we are, I'm out here doing these festivals Man You know Derek Miner can kill out here Candy can kill out here Brinson Kill out here you know, like I'm, I'm looking, I'm listening, I'm doing beat battles, going to beat battles with some of these producers. I'm like, yo, we got some dope producers too. That's right. That's right. You know right. what I'm saying? That's we right. We got some guys that could come out here and kill it. You know, and so I, I think coming back, it's like now I understand the business side of things a lot more. I want to do what I can to help artists um, build their brand, build their fan base, and and kind of show them, listen, you don't have to get stuck into this mode of I gotta get booked for you know church events or whatever. There's a whole world out here. There's it's a lot a of artists that are world. there's a lot of artists that are doing it. You know, let's let's go let's go do it. You know? Yeah, dude, that that's amazing that you say that because I think one of the things artists have to do is leave their city on faith. Like yeah. you you have to get outside and see if this if what you preaching work mm-hmm. you you got to find out if 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 you say you're called to this can you go to another city and do it work yeah and i think you're saying the same thing as yo the world needs what you have but are you going to be brave enough and and willing 
to go out and leave and, and not saying leave the church as as the or as being the church but leave your comfortable part of the church to go put in real work and that's that's really dope that's really dope and so when as a scout what would you tell artists how to get out how what what would you say you should do these things to let people outside of the christian arena hear your music what would what would be your advice i think number one you've got to respect the culture bro um you know one of the things that that pushed me to get better as a dj is i took time because i didn't grow up in hip-hop culture and and again i said this in a previous episode when i look back at my life i'm like man i was embedded in hip-hop culture but in my mind it was like hey man i'm trying to be a hip-hopper and i think going back and understanding the the framework and the building blocks of hip-hop culture Mm -hmm. um it demands a respect you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When you look at what Cool Herc was doing, what Grandmaster mm-hmm. Flash and Africa Bimbada, um, what those guys were doing, bro, like, and, and you see how it was changing the landscape of these communities. Um, it shows you what real hip hop is and it gives you a framework to say, man, I can do that, but how much greater of a work could I do if I do that in respect to hip hop and I'm bringing the gospel? Mm-hmm. Um, that makes a, a huge difference. Mm. So I think respecting the culture first is one. Number two, um, understanding your theology. Because one thing that I believe, bro, is your theology should influence your methodology. Mm-hmm. And in Acts 1-8, Jesus said, um, you'll receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses, okay? In Jerusalem, Judea, so on, and to the other most parts of the earth. And I think what people forget is, we need, as Jesus said, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> hold we on, can't. I need. Let me hold on. Let me let me position my mouth correctly by the <laughs> microphone. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. All right, go ahead. My bad. It's not. Listen, Jesus is saying, without that, you can't even be a witness to me without me. Okay, it's not happening. Let me reiterate something. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I just, I just needed to. This, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. And, and and that's that's so that was one of the problems, bro. Is I think a lot of people were moving in their frustration, putting out blogs and posts saying I'm leaving Christian hip hop. They weren't moving under the power of the Holy Spirit. They were moving under the power of their flesh and their feelings. That's real talk. That's what it is. The Bible dad. says. The Bible says you're you're known by your fruit. Mm -hmm. And when you look at these guys' fruit, you see, ah, so you you wasn't really about that life anyways. You know what I'm saying? Word. Um, And so a lot of guys are, you know. But the thing is, you have to, every, the Holy Spirit has to lead each and every individual according to how he sees fit. Mm -hmm. If if you're patterning, patterning your career and your moves after what Lecrae is doing, that's not the Holy Spirit. He's moving by the Holy Spirit, but you're moving by him. And that's mm-hmm. that means you put Lecrae in a spot that only God should be in anyways. So you're, you're already out the gate wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not just with Christian hip-hop. Reality, that's with anything. Right. Anything that you go in in life as a believer, 
you need to be moving within the power of the Holy Spirit and letting him lead you and guide you um, because he's got you there not so that you can have a, a, a successful career from the world standpoint but so that you can be his witness in that space um, and, and I think that's what a lot of people miss man so knowing understanding the culture and moving within the power of the Holy Spirit and making sure that theology leads and dictates that methodology boom Man, and if and if anybody want to book you virtually, are you virtually DJing now with like with COVID and everything, or are is that not your your wheelhouse at the moment? No, 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 I am. So I'm doing virtual um, private events, um, but I'm also doing a lot of stuff um, online on my own. Um, and so you can catch me. You know, one the one stop shop for me is my website, um, djpdog.com. Um, you know, you can hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitch, um, TikTok. I'm not really on TikTok like that, but I had to go secure the name. Um, <laughs> Word. Everything, everything is at DJP Dog. DJ P-D-O-G-G. Um, I've got a podcast, the DJP Dog in the Mix podcast, where yep. um, I dive into these conversations a lot more, specifically about helping artists um, figure out how to build their business and their brand and live a healthy lifestyle. Um, so I've got that as well. Um, yeah, so everything on my website, podcast, everything is there, bro. So if you are a ministry leader or if you're a person who put together events, you heard his heart, you know, what his, he gave you his why. Make sure you book DJ P-Dog for any event coming up because he's spinning, he's scratching, he is entertaining the, the adults, young adults and the youth. And he's doing it virtually if you are doing it in a safe way. You heard it here Absolutely. first. Hit him up. Let him know that you appreciate him on the God Chases podcast. You God Chasing the Naw. And God always ain't getting younger. Yeah, I'm getting better. Won't let him got his blessing. My endeavors, but I feel the pressure. So much pain I endure trying to hold it all together. It's a challenge trying to earn a living through the art of pinning with a feather letters. Been ran out of timeouts. Ain't trying to pull a Chris Webber still. Think I rap like a zone nine. I appreciate all the old times, but they acting like the referees penalizing me. Scooping back the goal line. Can't sweat that because it's gold time. Been chiseling at this gold mine. Praise God through providence. And I praise God through the slow times. Daily I look up to heaven Gotta get the lesson before the blessing Everything can't be finesse So I'm pressing, gotta get my reps in Some seasons feel depressing But in these sessions, I feel his presence Eyes on the prize where I'm headed So refreshing on the other side Sadly many don't make it But you gotta get over that heartache Too much on the line for the taking I was raised on the many yes game So challenges Godchasers.com baby Make sure you subscribe to the Godchasers podcast